1,000 sketches in 1,000 days. Day 503. Sketch 880. Religious chat. two characters? No. It's no. one and two. One and two. Okay, there's the inference of a whole galaxy. <laughs> but um, no, there's two. Let's say that Rich is one and Dan <coughs> is two. I think that seems the most logical way to go. Okay. Yeah. Ah, hear that rolling thunder. They say the thunder is mighty Grothnir tickling his oxen. Aye, Grandfather Grothnir also called Brithnar, also called Threthnameth, and Snapdraw, and Bendlax. Furthermore, known as Ultrafather, and Allsire, and Padulon the Paterfamilias, and Pingu the Procreator, and also called Mega Uncle, and Martika the Sister-in-Law. And is he not also known as Oilnack? You say true! Many are his names, such as Oilnack, Boilnack, Glasnost, and Clive. Mighty Grothnir and his tick-led oxen. And is it not said that when it rains, this is Grothnir, or, as he is also known, Brandysend and Spatchcock, sprinkling ewes milk to tempt home a raven that has stolen his silvery padlock? No, that is not Grothnir. It is his brother, Grathnir. Ah, yes, Grathnir, also known as Grasmir. And Syllabub. And Clangstain. And Rolandrat. And Flim, Flom, and Superstoats. He sprinkles the milk of his ewe Spritzer to tempt back his steel-riveted raven, Calamine. Also known as Gusset Moss. Well, obviously, obviously Gusset Moss. If you're stating what every schoolchild knows, why not note that Calamine is also known as Threadstitch, or Perth Nurge, or Stephen Bloodgrief. Or Jean-Claude Ipswich. You are mistaken, friend. Jean-Claude Ipswich is not the sable raven of Grafnir, also known as Grasmere, Syllabub, Clagstain, and so on. He is the blind guinea pig of Skarnor, king of the gods. Skarnor! Dread Skarnor, monarch of the heavens, also called Gravid, flexing overking, or Polythene, the demon grappler, or Hollyoaks, the lung stretcher, the high fencer, the eagle swimmer, the toasted palanquin, the breath from Snithinith's pallid tarn, the dew's doomkissed brocade, the triple-headed leopard hammer, the shivering claw, the spanner of gorges, the screwdriver of lunchtime, the lithe cloaked pillar, the emperor of holy Gracehaven. The big bugger. Farskarnor, father of Grothnir, Grathnir, Skittles and Trope, the all-mastering, undivided, night-sundering, time-shatterer of Citronzara. Skarnor, before whom each knee must bow. Yes. You don't believe all that stuff, do you? God, no. Bunch of rubbish. Well, that's kind of fun. Yes, it's all right, isn't it? I, I, I'm a big fan. Admire, admire, admirer. I wrote it, so that's a bit weird. But I, I, I enjoy it. <laughs> just found an apple pip in my belly button. Again? That's not the first time it's happened. <laughs> <laughs> I get stuck, Daniel. Is that true? Yes. 
Well, last time it was it's in your tape. pants. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Pants. I, I mean, another. We there can only two. assume how many you're not locating. <laughs> pomegranate <laughs> seeds up your rectum, like the, <laughs> someone's exiting Hades. Yeah, well, there are two. There were two in there, and in the fallow period as well. Who would have thought? <laughs> There you go. And this is, I, I read the Edda early in lockdown and it was rubbish. <laughs> it was that. It I was that. assumed it was more of a Robert E. Howard thing. Didn't realise the Edda was like that. Well, I, what I made the mistake of not knowing is that there's two Eddas. Die. Uh, it's not Eddie. in plural, is it? It's not in Latin. There's the Eddie. poetic Edda and the prose Edda. And I read, mm. read the prose Edda, which is uh, really, uh, really uninteresting. Right. Yeah, it's like there's this for ages for the first half, and then it says, "Here's how you could write poetry," and it's, it's a, like a manual on how it would be good to write poetry. But the first half's just a series of nicknames people had. <laughs> I mean, it's not far out. And lots of family <laughs> trees and things. No offense to like the Icelanders, sort of... but it's fucking unbearable. It's like those Christmas letters you get in Christmas cards. We got one of these letters today. And it comes with some photos. And it's from a couple who are, I don't know, in their early 70s and have a... Well, both of their kids are in their 30s. And there's a sheet of photos of them through the year, most of them, you know, and they have a little caption saying what's in the photo. But one of them just has a picture of their child who's in his 30s on one of those merry-go-round things but instead of on a horse he's on a cockerel and it just says <laughs> it just says tim riding a cock <laughs> that's got to be deliberate surely i mean it's kind of got to be deliberate um, tim riding cock i mean yeah I've never yeah. seen one of these letters. Like no, me neither. You, no. Like, I thought it happened in, like, the 50s in suburban America. So it's only you, people you know, Dan, that do this. Yeah, I, it's been a I big year it, for the Pendersons. I yes, see it just happened, it happened in Terry in June and not since. Here you go. Here it is. Oh, you've got the hand. He's got it. It looks like a menu. <laughs> I, mean, I literally, I, I opened it just before. Here are the pictures. And yeah. here's, uh, here's the one of... Uh, it yeah, looks uncannily like that dark. picture is. Yeah. of you and your daughter on the merry-go-round. <laughs> yes, yes. It's, it's pretty similar. <laughs> Obviously not as psychedelic as that one, because that's, that's a picture and a half. <laughs> yeah. Indeed. So who else yes. do you get them from? I mean, are they likely to be listening? Do you have to be circumspect? Uh, yes, I've changed I've changed names. In the, okay. I don't, they're, very un, they're incredibly unlikely to be Christmas listening. Christmas 2022. <laughs> Sorry, not yeah. then. It's been a big year. We had to tell Dan to fuck off, but ridiculous <laughs> about in a podcast. He's not receiving this letter. Just a turd. Yes. I think that's the only one we get now. My parents did them for years, years mm. and years. They have mercifully stopped now. They probably stopped when they were really embarrassed, like, David's done loads. Dan is a little dick. Dan's been fine. Dan's been fine. Apparently, there's quite a lot of years between you, which would, you know, be a challenge for you to live up. Yeah, I don't. I mean, maybe they still do it and just don't send it to me, which would, I suppose, be logical. I mean, it's weird for them to send it to you, yeah. if anything. Yes, yeah. they never sent it to me, but I did. 
I obviously saw it when I was living at home. I mean, if anything, I'd like to receive one from your dad because I'm sure it'd be hilarious. Yes, it so, really wasn't. Was it not? Oh, I, I, I believe. I think you just didn't get it. I reckon Ian was possibly very funny. Possibly. One thousand sketches in one thousand days was written by the Albion Basement. It was performed by Dan Mitchell and Richard Catherall. It was produced by Alistair Turvitt. The music is by The Evenings. See you tomorrow.